Hello and welcome to Just Another Liverpool podcast with me, your host, Stuart Jones, and co-host, Matt Wood. We discuss about how Liverpool have performed in their latest Premier League fixture, giving our views and opinions, reviewing how other results went in that game week, and also a quick review on Liverpool's next fixture in the league, and finally finishing on our fantasy teams and scores. Well... As what's grown accustomed mm. with this show... It's the um, weekly apology. Yeah, we begin with an apology, um, and this time, it's Matty. Matty, do you want to divulge, or well, should we just... Yeah, I had working commitments last week, but if you want to start, you know, paying me for my, for my services, time. then, you know, I'd but, be open to... But me and the listeners would like to know when this show's going out. <laughs> We don't, you know, we're left disappointed. I was making well, notes that night and then yeah. next minute... We oh. we are broadening out our horizons with social media and things like that, aren't we? So, yeah. so look out for... Don't worry, listeners. Twitter I've page. been on the case. Yeah, we're going to set up a Twitter page so we keep you and me and Matty informed of when the next mainly, podcast mainly is. But, um, well, in between our last one, which was Everton, till now... Should, should we this just mention podcast. that we had another record? Um, oh yeah, go ahead. Record number of listeners on on the last podcast as well. Um, of course, there was three of us on the, on the last podcast. Um, so I'm not sure we can give any credit to to Tom at all. But Thomas, Thomas, Thomas yeah, Thomas is he's, full he's, he's formally known on on these podcasts. Um, but yeah, that's great to see another record number of listeners there hopefully we haven't lost all of our listeners now that we've been away no. for a week's shoe i said i said to matt you know we could have doubled our numbers there but hey we move on so like in between that then from everton till now um well a lot we're, happened we're, we're, well <laughs> we're still top of the league we're still gonna win everything but in between that everton sacked silver brought in big dunk um man united beat city uh, which favoured us a hell of a lot. Uh, we actually kept two clean sheets on the bounce, one in the league, one in the Champions League. And also Klopp re- re-signed <coughs> till 2024. Um, I got the prediction right for the Bournemouth game, 3-0. So now we're 1-0 on the did you uh, actually? table. Did yeah, you I did. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's all noted here. And... Um, yeah, on a downer of all that is yeah, I had we, an absolute we, we, we lost the election. <laughs> oh, we won't go there. Um, I had a mayor on the uh, fantasy football um, last week, so yeah, on to be- bigger and better things. On to our beloved Liverpool now, who look more stronger for the league title after each win. Uh, the latest against Watford on Saturday, the early kickoff to start off game week seventeen. Uh, mm. Salah double masterclass finished off um, a resilient. And also a wasteful Watford. Mm. Um, yeah, your thoughts, Matty? And kick it off on that performance. Yeah, I think, I think with the introduction of the new manager, we I think it was a more difficult game than perhaps it was on paper. Top against bottom, forty points or whatever it is between the two teams, you'd think that potentially we'd just blow them away. But I think the new manager effect, the fact that it was an early kick off, the conditions weren't great. Um, sounds a bit naff, but like sometimes the wind plays a bit of havoc, doesn't it? It looked like it did in, in that game. Mm. Um, so it certainly wasn't as straightforward as you might have expected it to be. Um, Very scrappy affair, wasn't it? It was, yeah. There was lots of mistakes, and I think I think if they had a bit more composure, they they would have uh, caused us real problems. They got in a few times um, and had chances when they cut the ball back and things like that, and just didn't have. The um, like I say, the composure, um, just to finish the chance or, um, or really make a a, a decent attempt on um on goal really. So, I think we let off the the hook a little bit there. Allison came to the rescue a little bit, yeah. a couple of times. Um, showed his, uh, showed his worth there, and then um, yeah, two uh, two brilliant goals though from Salah who was, uh, playing down the middle. Which is a little bit of a change from the from the norm. Um, I think the first goal in particular for me was um, 
a brilliant goal and uh, one, great counter attack. Yeah, it? one that's um, I guess you've come to expect that type of goal from us when yeah. we're under a little bit of pressure. We spring um Danny over end of the over end of the pitch, and a great piece of skill from Salah and um good finish as well on his on his swinger, um so. Yeah, all in all, more difficult than perhaps what we thought it might have been. But um, again, we just got the job done, and I I actually think that even even at one nil, I I still thought that if they'd equalised with five minutes to go, I still think we would have gone up the other end and scored a second. Yeah. Because I just I think that's the the mentality of of this team that we will not be beaten or we will yeah. not even drop any form of points we're, we're relentless and the belief that Klopp's instilled into the team is also passed on to the fans now like you say you know we could go a goal down but you were so confident that we can mm. get back and um, and win the game like I like I think that performance for me it kind of like sums up our season really like teams they do you know they do create they do have chances against us but if they don't take that chance, we just punish them for it. We're actually, you know, we're really ruthless. We're killers. Like, if they, if they, you know, we give them a chance, we just go up the other end and score. I think, I think, you know, we've mentioned it before. Like this resilience now, um, this just never say die attitude. It's great. It's just great mm. to watch, mm. and like just how, Man City have been slipping up. Obviously. Leicester slipped up on the weekend, you know, it's looking, I'm starting to come off the fence now. <laughs> you know, starting got, to commit. Yeah, I've got plenty of splinters on me now and I'm starting to come down off the fence, I think. Yeah. It's looking good. You just don't want to say it, do you? But I know. You're you, you kind of in the back of your head, you know, in all probability and, you know, logically speaking... If we have to lose four or five games in the second half of the season, when we've lost one in eighteen months, like that's just not viable, really to happen, is it? But then you're always just you're just not wanting to say it outright mm. because it's been thirty years, <laughs> and there's yeah. we've been through so like so many other seasons where so close. we've had promising situations obviously never on this level whatsoever but mm. you don't want to until you see Jordan Henderson lift up that Premier League trophy oh, yeah. you don't want to you don't yeah, want to count your chickens yeah, yeah. Not, not just yet what did you um, what did you think of Salah because I, I, we've had plenty of discussion of Salah and on the podcast yeah. and, and, and saying been, about him not quite yeah. He's been overshadowed by Manny recently, yeah. hasn't he? And it's just, it's like he's popped up and gone. I'm still here. I yeah. can still pop. I can still bang in these amazing goals. Yeah, he's got that in his repertoire, and he's he's shown it there mm. on um, Saturday. Brilliant. Because it was, I think, I I said um I think on one of the one of the last podcasts um about do you remember like his first game against Watford and how he scored a goal in the game, but. He missed like several other chances, and that still I think is still very much the player that we have now. In terms of like, he will get in the positions quite frequently. He will frustrate the opposition, um, and things like that. But but I don't think he's ever going to be a natural finisher. But then he will have his moments of brilliance, like yeah. the fir- like the first and second goal at the weekend. Um. I think but if you look against yeah. Salzburg, you know, he was massively wasteful against Salzburg, but then he put the hardest chance of all, where it's a bit more instinctive, oh, he just had a swing yeah. with his right foot, and you're thinking there's no chance that's going to go in, and he manages to get that one in. Yeah. It's, it's just, um, that's kind of like typical of him, I think. When he's got a bit more time to think about it, I think he at times does... He does rush it a little bit. Uh, he hasn't quite got that that level of composure that say Mane has, in the in those situations. But do you think like because we got to remember like when like Firmino was signed and Mane and Salah, mm. they weren't out and out strikers worthy. Like I think Firmino, you know, he's predominantly 
he was a predominantly like number mm. ten sitting behind the forward, yeah. and like Salah and Mane, they were like yeah. out and out wingers in a way. That's a, yeah, that's the thing. We haven't really Does, we don't we don't we better. don't play with an like an out and out number nine like a Harry Kane or a, a Lewandowski who you'd say they're out and out number nines who play within the width of the eighteen yard box and in around that type of. We don't have those players. But what I'm trying to get at is like they're developing their game every season, so like. The players that they are now, they are expected to score goals where maybe previously they weren't. It was more to lay on goals, assists, mm. pop in with the odd few goals. But now like their game's being transformed into the, obviously the way Klopp yeah. wants it to go. Yeah. So, you know, they can improve and they have improved. Yeah. So they could even get better. You think of like Cristiano Ronaldo, you know, he was an out-and-out winger and the way he developed his game into what he is now, you know, Salah could be converting these chances a lot more better, you know, next season, the season yeah. after that. Same with Manny, because Manny, I think, like you said, I think it's been a big improvement. I think it's it's the system and the way we, we, that we play allows Salah get into, to be able to get into those positions for him to score so many goals. Mm. Because you look at him at Chelsea, and albeit you know he's improved a lot since then. But he probably wasn't being played in a way that was getting the best out of him and giving him the opportunities to run in behind defenders and get into those goal scoring opportunities as much as he does for us. So it is just getting the best out of those players that, that we have. And I think Klopp yeah. has just absolutely nailed that in the last couple of seasons and you know, fitting everybody into a way of a way of playing and, and playing to their strengths. You know, the four wax again is, I think, uh, evidence of that. Again, the fact that we have uh, someone like Trent Alexander-Arnold who his big strength is switching to the play and he's, a, he's able to do that so much. Robertson, great at bombing on and, and kind of playing, um, uh, cutting the ball back and things like that. He's given loads of opportunities to do that. All of these players are... Uh, that kind of fitted into this system that gets the 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 best out of them. Definitely. But but Salah, like probably the player we've discussed most on these podcasts, but I was looking even at his numbers um a little bit earlier on and it was comparable. I think he was better or very close to both Suarez and Torres in terms of and I forget the number of I forget the exact numbers, which is not like me using him on the stats Stop, aren't I? But he was like I say, he was up there or surpassing Suarez and Torres. Yeah. Who are more akin to being number nine, yes. I suppose you could say. Suarez yeah. maybe a bit less so, but um and that, you know, that in itself, despite how frustrating sometimes he can be, uh, in front of goal or his decision making, I think you've just gotta say fair play, like just on on the numbers alone, it's an outstanding um, achievement. It'd be interesting to see what the numbers are as well, like created chances. Because yeah. that's the thing, like Torres and Suarez, you know, we were maybe more a counter attacking team, so we didn't create as many chances as we do now. Mm. So that 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 would be interesting if you can yeah. uh, look for that for next week, Matt. There's something to. <laughs> I'll dig into me me stats database. But uh, do you want to move on to players who stood out? Yeah, I think Allison's got to be mentioned, Danny. Yeah, I think I th- that's Allison that is best for me when he's perhaps like they weren't great that, saves. Yeah, but that's that's what I mean. What's when when good he, about him is his position. It's, in it's sense. minimal fuss, I would say. Yeah, that's when he's at his best. There was a couple of times when they did go through. I think Saar and Delafeu, who I I thought was a real threat for them, and I think he's. He's a yeah. He's a better player than a bottom of the league, yeah. Um, team, um. But yeah, he he just simplifies the chat, especially the Delafeu one. If I remember correctly, he had to really come out oh, to that and narrow the angle. Yeah, he made that look quite straightforward. I think that's what he's. That is what's so. That's good. what he's great at. He's so safe and secure. Biggest example for me was that Champions League final when. There wasn't a save that was like out of this world, but when you needed him to just be like 
calm, collected. Yeah, in yeah. that type of situation. Decision-making. It, yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's what, you know... No shit in himself. Yeah, yeah. It's what we've needed, you know, obviously before. Alisson, you know, we never had that really. Maybe in Pepe Reina slightly, but yeah, now oh, he's just a... He's the keeper that we've always wanted, always mm. needed. Brilliant. Um, who else? What about... Um, what did you make of... There's a couple of, I suppose, um, discussion points in terms of the team. Like Gomez, who's now come in for Lovren, has been doing, has been doing well in Matip's absence. I wanted to he's make got a point injured about this. And um, Gomez has come in. Now's your chance to far away to rip into Lovren. Well, <laughs> the thing is, we haven't kept moment. a clean sheet coincidentally since Lovren came in to the team. The last clean sheet in the league was against Sheffield United when it was Matip's last But game. who was in goal that day? Adrian. So are you saying that Adrian's a better keeper than Alisson? No, no, I'm, I'm not that talking about Adrian that, or Alisson. I'm you, talking about Lovren here. His flaws straight no. away, isn't Anyway, it? after this, Lovren, after Matip's injury, Lovren got in the team and we haven't kept a clean sheet. Coincidentally, when it was against... We've got... When we played Bournemouth... And Salzburg, Lovren started and he had to come off in both injured. Yeah. Gomez replaced yeah, and yeah. we kept a clean sheet. And again on but Lovren played the Watford. majority of that Salzburg. He but came it doesn't off matter though, he came, he came off, yeah, exactly. And then we kept a clean sheet if he stayed on. But again, I've just I've just completely ripped up that argument by giving you the, the, the Sheffield United example. What's, so you're slagging off Allison then? Because he came no, in. I'm just saying, is, is Alisson a better keeper <laughs> than Adrian? Is Alisson a better keeper than Adrian? Yes. Yeah. But Adrian was the one who kept the clean sheet in that game, and Alisson couldn't keep a clean sheet for however many games he was back in the team. Because so I don't it. necessarily think that's reflective of one player. Well, anyway, I think it, I think it's probably bigger than a coincidence. It's fact. it's funny you say that because I actually th- I thought he did all right, but there were a I couple don't get of me times wrong. Where he was a little bit shaky, and I know I mentioned about the <laughs> I mentioned about the win. There was one where like the ball went up up in the air and it dropped. You know, when it's like it dropped. He's obviously completely misjudged it and he's gone to edit and the ball's just bounced off in front of him and it looks so amateur, yeah. doesn't it? Well, that's lovely, no, he can't deal with balls. This is Gomez I'm talking about. Oh, Gomez? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what oh, I mean? Right. No, no, no. I must, See, have, been, I must yeah. have been at Miss Sutton at that time, me, like, me, memory trying to play with him. Selective the memory. But yeah, I just think, you know, it's a big chance now for Gomez because that's the thing. People have been taking the chance. He's chances. got a step in the team. You know, Matt started the season, got injured. Lovren came in, he took his chance, and now it's Gomez's chance. That's the thing, like, everyone has um, stepped up, haven't they, who's had to come into the team for one reason or another. You know, Adrian, who well, we talked about, yeah, beginning Lovren, um, although you you know, you're still criticising him. Um, Shakiri, who was quieter in that game, but yeah. did really well against Everton. Like, whoever has come in has generally kept the momentum of, of the team overall. So, yeah. Pressure on Gomez, yeah, because long term, I still think that Klopp wants him to be Van Dijk's partner at centre half. So yeah, let's let's uh, let's see how it goes. I suppose uh, without Lovren, because I know he's not, he's obviously not travelled to Qatar. So mm. I imagine he's uh, that means it's going to be a um, a decent layoff for him. So Gomez has got his chance to establish himself. Yeah. Anyone else you want to touch on? The only um. I know you spoke do, about Salah like but Yeah, I mean I wanted to make a point on Firmino, like he's is it ten, eleven games now he's not scored at Anfield for? Oh and yeah. I was watched yeah. I was just watching him and I was thinking, do you know what? I swear he's getting in this game especially, I think it was more of a four two three one and he was like a number ten rather than a a false nine, I suppose, as he, he usually yeah. operates, but I found in this game and like the Salzburg game as well, I just, and I'm sure it is tactical, but he's tending to get further and further back on the pitch. Mm. So just from, like, uh, just an do you observation. Think that's ta- yeah. Do you think and that's tactically, or do you, do I don't you think know. he is carrying a niggling injury? 
I'm not sure. I'm not sure whether it, he just Klopp wants him to join, you know, link the play a little bit, and and that's why. But it's preventing him from getting into the box. You can see why he is short of goals yeah. because he is so deep, especially in that game. I was watching him and thinking, you can see why he's 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 not getting the goals. He's not getting the um the opportunities really. So it would be it would be nice to see him a little bit further forward. Um, I suppose. What do you think? What do you think of this um, signing that we've made for January? You didn't want to pronounce his name, then, did you? Oh, Japanese. Is it Kwan? Suzuki. Minamino. Minamino. Yeah. <laughs> what was I going for there? <laughs> I was going no. for his second name, then. <laughs> first name Minimo, which is um, a bit easier. Well, I I remember the. Do you think this is just called business by the club? Seven and a half million. Yeah, well, we've course. been like we've been so good in the transfer market players out and players in and the values you know we got 20 million for Dominic Solanke <laughs> that just wins, Still wins, scored. wins the transfer market um, but I remember the game at Anfield I remember and it's not off, I always think it's not often that you notice an, a player from the opposition because when you watch your team you generally focus on what your team is doing Yeah. but I do remember distinctly thinking he was um he looked a really good player. Obviously, scored a goal as well, um, and was causing a um, look dangerous generally. So, um, I think from from that alone, um, it seems like uh, it's a decent bit of business. It's not. It's not usual now that you're able to sign somebody for seven, seven just over half, seven million yeah. um, of that of that caliber so where's he gonna fit into the team is this he? is the thing um i don't know because if he's a number t- he looks to me like a number 10 and i'm sure i've not done too much research like into where else then he might play but is it just strengthening the squad pretty much isn't it he's not gonna obviously displace the front three but he's strengthening that bench again but then is that pushing somebody's nose out like sashikiri yeah It's difficult, isn't it? I'm just looking at the team there from the from the weekend, and I'm thinking, how would he line up? If he goes more towards a four two three one, you could perhaps say, is he gonna play mini me? No, in um, <laughs> mini me, <laughs> um, the Japanese playmaker. Yeah, in a number ten, and then play for me. No, up front, and then Salah and Mane wide, potentially. Yeah. I'm not. Just gives more options again, sure. doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's it's more options. And I think the more options, Klopp it's interesting has, that you mentioned Shakiri because I wouldn't rule that out that perhaps he offloads Shakiri. Yeah. In January. Oh, in January. Yeah. I because think it could be that early. Because yeah. of that. Well, because we're signing. Um, and he's able know. to play in the Champions League as well with the new rules of this season. He'll be able to play in the Champions League squad. Will he? Yeah, I am sure I read that. Fact check. Fact check it. Stuart Jones. Fact check it for next week. But I'm pretty sure. I d- yeah, play. I just because Shakiri's barely played, it wouldn't surprise me if he, if he was to go in January. Hmm. Um. Do you want to quickly talk about our next um, Champions League game? The draw was made. The draw, yeah. Yes. Today, Atletico Madrid. Today, oh, sorry, today, 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 None of those teams yeah. want to draw Liverpool. Yeah. At the end of the day, can you still believe that City are favourites for the Champions League over us? No, I haven't looked at the odds. Are yeah. they? Yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. Do you agree? They're with that? still favourites, not. Yeah. I no, just find it. I I find it um, fairly amusing that potentially their season could be as good as over by like February of. Real Madrid were to knock them out in mm. the Champions League oh, yeah. and obviously the miles off the pace in the league as well. So 
But I think in general it was a really. Sometimes you get the draws and they're a bit like, oh, they've played them before in the last last season, or it's a bit of a crap draw. I thought overall, like a lot of the ties were. Yeah, tasty, um, aren't they? Yeah, it's a shame that. Who did three, Tot- Tottenham got Bayern Munich, didn't they? Tottenham got no, they got Red Bull Leipzig. Uh, Chelsea got Chelsea Bayern got Munich. Bayern Munich. Yeah, Red yeah. Bull Leipzig. But mm. that's favourable for them. But yeah, Atletico Madrid. Like I know. Uh, you know, I don't know much about their season, but I, th- I think they're like fifth in the league, and they don't score a lot. But they don't, you know, they're renowned for not yeah. conceding. They've only a lot conceded. They've they've only conceded ten in seventeen or seventeen games, I think. So, and that that's typical of Simeone's sides. Um, they're gonna be, uh, compact and difficult to break down. Look, they're gonna try and get like a 1-0 at their place and then a 0-0 at Anfield. That's the type of game they'll try and play. They won't be expansive. Costa back as well. Do you know Open the game up. Does he still yeah. play? Is he still yeah, getting yeah. the team? Yeah, yeah. there as well. Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah. Two ex-Chelsea boys. And then, like the game which is on tomorrow... Oh yeah, we should mention obviously the we just game just games. I know games everywhere. got more in it. Games, yeah. games, and more games. So obviously we got Villa and too league. many games, cool. but cool. not enough podcasts. Too many <laughs> games. That's why we're just sticking to the league, keep it nice and simple. But uh, yeah, we got the league cup game tomorrow against Villa uh, with the yeah. kids, and then obviously the um, the first team away at um, away at the club world cup oh. game, two games. First game against Monterrey. 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 Yeah, Monterrey. You need to work on your pronunciation, Stu. That's right. I've got you here. Mini Mino. Mini Mino. Monterrey. All the M's. But how do you think the kids are going to get on against Villa? You told I me the odds got before. A clue. So we're far. I was looking at yeah, looking at the odds. We're five to one. Which. Oh, do you know what? I've not got a clue really how that game's going because. It all depends as well on what, what side of Villa are going to put out. Mm. If you were them, you'd think it's a really good opportunity to get to the last four by picking a strong team. But they might go, do you know what? Let's rest a few players because they are... Um, they're not doing great in the league, are they? So um, you don't know what side they're going to put out. We were looking at potential players who are going to play for us. Um, the likes, you know, Harvey Elliott... And people like that, but he's probably one of the only recognizable names that's going to be involved. Like, apart from that, it really is going to be the kids. And we're looking at the um, the lead table as well for the under 23s this season and the seventh at this at the moment. So it's you know, they're not yeah. setting the world. I know it's difficult to judge, they're not massively competitive games, but it's not looking good, is it? I just hope it's not a it good It is just a. They might surprise us all. You know, it's going to surprise Villa. You know, we don't know any of these players. We haven't been able to watch them. So, you know, it's the unknown. But, yeah, the bookies are usually not wrong, are they? Um, so, yeah, are we are we going to come back um, with the Club World Cup trophy? Champions, champions of the world. Do you think that's a given? Who's in the other semi-final? Don't know is the answer to that. <laughs> It's usually a Brazil-Argentinian um, team, isn't r- it? River, uh, river Plate. A River Plate, not in the other side of the... Uh, the draw. Draw, which would be... Yeah, yeah. Which so, would be a difficult Come game, on, Matt, quick, quick. Um, Checking we start. But yeah, I think it's usually a Brazil-Argentinian team that we'll be facing into the, in the final. But, um, yeah. Shall we just move on? Shall we move on to the rest of the... Results of game week 17. Yeah. Yeah. Let's so let's start with... We'll start with Chelsea against Bournemouth. Bournemouth coming out victors um, 1-0 at Stamford Bridge. Um, didn't see that result coming. Um, well, even though Chelsea have... They've looked ropey in the last few weeks, but uh, Bournemouth, they had like nine players out with injury and they were, they were coming off like a five-game losing streak as well. So that's off to Bournemouth. That was a great result. Um, mm. So Sheffield United coming out two 0 against Villa. Um, safely say now, Sheffield United, um, the team who 
who look like um, <coughs> they're going to be staying in the league for this season. Um, Bold prediction there. Ah, oh, come on. But, um, yeah, the seventh in the league now. Um, I need to really sit down and watch Sheffield uh, United because... Um, just like how they play, because they say like they've got basically have centre halves who just like overlap and end up like into like mm. the twenty five yard box yeah. and that. But um, I think Brighton or do that as well. But um, yeah, like every player for Sheffield United is a goal threat, pretty much really, from the you know centre half straight to the forward, um, and then Villa. Yeah, because they had that Fleck. Is it Fleck? Um, Fleck. Yeah, he got a double. Yeah. He's apparently only scored two goals last season, but has he's already scored four goals this season. Shows you how shit the Premier League is then. And yeah, Villa in that relegation battle. Um, I think their next three games they've got Southampton, Norwich, and Watford. So you know that could pretty much determine their season. Then three games, how they get on. Um, move on to Southampton against West Ham. Um, massive win for West Ham pull themselves away from the drop zone um, keep Southampton mm-hmm. well keep Southampton in the bottom three um, did you see Antonio's goal that was ruled out in this one yeah you don't agree with that one there's not much he could do was there really ball boosted that you know that is, that is yeah, when they're right, right on his chest Stu's phone's uh, oh, not on silent. Yeah. That's next week's That's apologies. I'll just apologise. Next man. week's apologies booked in. Sorry, guys. No, but... I don't know, it just exasperates me, those things. Like, it's just... Should we just not mention VAR there's, anymore? Like, there's nothing he can do. I just... Yeah, the well, it's not VAR. That's that's the uh, the handball rule that needs, mm. uh, needs changing. Yeah. But like, he had a great game, Antonio. And you're thinking, right, brilliant. He scored a goal as well to cap off his, yeah, great uh, his performance. Well. And to just chalk it off, it's just, oh, it's just complete bollocks, in my opinion. But yeah. there you go. It was like it was against um, Watford, wasn't it? With that, um, with the Mane goal. And like even when they were looking at um, Salah's goal, you know, we are talking like somebody's toe, arse cheek, you know, fingernail. You know, that's really determining yeah. goals at the minute. Um, Burnley, 1-0 against Newcastle, um, which mm. was a surprise result for most. That, Newca- that was the, a game for the footballing purists, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, well, like tonight's game. Has that one kicked off yet? No. Palace and yes. Brighton. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like Newcastle coming into that game with like great form and Burnley, like the opposite in form, really poor, but... Coming out one nil, um, both set mid table. Burnley on set pieces are just like every time I watch the got, it's just a bat. Like they just must all they practice must be those corners back post. <laughs> How many goals have they scored this season from a corner whipped into the back post? But that's the thing. If it works for them, you know, if that's the keeping them in you? the league. Your stat man, don't put that on me. I'm the host. Your stat man, your producer. It's just like, but yeah, I like, kind of get right. The, but that keeps them the, in the league, the though, isn't it? That's the good, good at that, but that's what they're good at, exactly. Yeah, keep to what you're good at. Um. So yeah, both they're both from mid table, looking less um, nervously over the shoulders now at the relegation zone. Um. So yeah, we move on to Sunday's results. There is there is the other game which was Leicester against Norwich, but. As that's our you, you next hold, game in the league, I'll leave that to the last. Holding back, yeah. Holding back to the end, and then Sunday's results we had um, Arsenal getting spanked by Man City, three um, 0 um, That keeps Man City fourteen yeah. points behind us. Yeah, Arsenal just a joke, aren't they? What did um, you make of Özil? Um, I only like read about it. Obviously, he had a bit of a tantrum when he got subbed off. Threw his gloves down, did he? And then booted his gloves. <laughs> wow. He just wa- They were 3-0 down, second half. I forget what sort of minute it was in the game, but he gets brought off and he just kind of... Str- in his you know, his usual fit. style, um, not bothered whatsoever, strolls off. Like, could you imagine, could you imagine somebody like that at Liverpool on the clock? Like, he just wouldn't have it, would he? He'd just go like, fuck off, I don't care like yeah. how good you are. 
if you've got that attitude, yeah, then it it's like toxic in the dressing room, isn't it? And mm-hmm. yeah, they never stood not a even, chance. It's to me, like the guy has one good game in like ten fifteen, like he was he went missing in that game. He just yeah, for me, he's not worth. Well, the fans the, told he's him, not worth told him the, what, do um, th- what do you think of him? The the, the, the high wage bill that he um, that he's on and um, yeah, I'd, he's going to be hard to get rid of, isn't he? You know, because of that wage. But I think to be fair to Emery, did he not try? He tried to do. He, I think he probably realised this guy's a bit of a. You know, he's a bit of a problem. He did try and phase him out a little bit at the start yeah, of the season. He, he wasn't in the team whatsoever, was he? he was and the then because results weren't great and then he came in for that game against us, didn't he, in the League Cup and he had like he did like a back heel or something and then people yeah, are like yeah, yeah. you know, going going mad over it. One little flick and then he's there's a bit of pressure for him then to play him. So then he starts playing again. But that just completely undermines the manager. I don't know. I just think he's a waste of time. Like, and I, if you were watching, you'd be absolutely raging if you were an Arsenal fan watching watching that. He did the same in the um, the Europa League final as well. I don't know if you remember when they played Chelsea and he got brought off and they were losing the game. He just did exactly the same. Just sucked and just yeah, like petulant. strolled off. Like, yeah. Uh, like, how long just, has he been round at Arsenal for now? And like, the jury's definitely out on him. He's he's always flattered to deceive. It's still. I think it's about. Probably like four or five, five years. Five years. Yeah. Because I seems it must be like I think it's five or six years because I remember when we played them uh in the thirteen fourteen season and we beat them five one and we were four nil up in like twenty minutes. Oh yeah. Do you remember we absolutely bullied him yeah. and got in his face and, and he's still the same now, like he he just goes missing and like if there's any if there's any kind of pressure on him, he, he doesn't really perform. He He's only good when he's allowed that time and space to then play his nice little passes. But if he's yeah. if he's like under pressure or anything like that, or it's a little bit difficult for him, he just he goes missing. He's just yeah. It infuriates me like watching him as a as kind of a you know a neutral and non Arsenal fan. Just thinking that guy's just an absolute waste of space. But there well, we go. From someone, rant, rant yeah. and move on. Well, from someone who's a waste of space to not a waste of space, De Bruyne, again, yeah. what a performance. <clears throat> uh, unlucky not to get a hat-trick in that first half. He, without a doubt, he's like one of the, well, you know, you know, touching up with like Mane and stuff like that, he's like one of the greatest players in the league right now. He's, he's amazing. Mm. Um, and yeah, like conclusion out of that game, like Arsenal, no way near yeah, good enough shite. for the uh, top four. And, there's a, cl- there's a, there's a club it, so. they just seem a bit lost and they don't really know what they're doing do they yeah, like they're just about disarray they're in a right mess aren't they well yeah exactly like as I was driving in they were like talking about Arteta possibly getting the managerial role you're just thinking what an opportunity it is for now for, for us now to dominate Klopp's just signed a new deal till 2024 yeah you know there's talk of even Pep possibly going at the end of this season you know it's it's like a a clean sweep for us basically for the next like two three oh, years. Big teams in limbo and oh yeah, there's like yeah. so much like yeah upheaval and everything. It's a it being mad like if we can get over the line this season, this title, you know, once again it builds everybody's confidence again uh, in in the squad. You know, who's to say that we can't just dominate for the next two mm. three years, just winning the league? Yeah, so um, yeah, just it's you know a great opportunity. So, yeah, uh, move on to United against Everton. Uh, one all, another dogged Everton performance uh, under big dunk. Um, is he going to get the managerial job? At least maybe, oh, possibly to the end of the season. Now, apparently, aren't they? Oh, 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 oh. Don't make me laugh. <laughs> Sounded like Father Christmas. I know, yeah, so. yeah. Keeping a Christmas theme. Ho, ho, ho. But um, yeah, like, don't know, so does, he, does he deserve he, it? Because he's completely transformed the way they play now. It's two games, isn't it? But you can tell he's made an impact. And the as much as people don't want to say that the emotional side of it doesn't make a difference, it does. Like when you've got somebody, yeah. you can see how passionate he was with the fans, yeah. and like, you know, um, 
Well, you could see in Silver before he got sacked. You could see his demeanour and everything. It was just like a bit like Pochettino before he got sacked. You could tell just by looking at them, like the the life out of him. That connect, yeah, the connection with the fans and the the players nowadays is like so important, um, isn't it? And he's def he's definitely got that. Um, He's got the fans on side. I think as long as it they continue to get good results under him like there's no that's where it's different from Arsenal because Arsenal are now in a in a in a rush really to get like a permanent appointment because results aren't going their way mm. and it's all a bit of a mess whereas Everton can afford to take the time a little bit more because it seems like the players are on board with Ferguson and what he wants from them the fans are on side so that gives them that that little bit of breathing space really they got a nice easy game next as well they got Arsenal at home so um well, yeah, on, on, that's a home banker on current uh, current on form, form, I'd say, definitely. yeah. What, what do we think of um, Moyes Keane? Oh, the substitution. Um, I think it was like the way he got brought off where like Ferguson didn't even acknowledge him coming off, you know, kind of like whispering in his ear yeah. saying, There's clearly an issue I had, to, I had to do this for tactical reasons. He just, you know, completely blanked him. Yeah. So that came across as like, he obviously wasn't happy with his his performance coming off yeah. the bench but yeah um so yeah touch on united you just don't know what united team are going to turn up basically you know like beat spurs <clears throat> draw against villa yeah beat city draw against Everton. but it's why you know it's why that they are where they are in the table like, and they're not they're not challenging for you know top top 3 or whatever you know yeah fantastic results against tottenham and Man City, but then they can't. They're not able to to follow that up, and in a lot of the games against teams in the the lower part of the league this season, they they've struggled. So that inconsistency is why that they're, they're in the position they're yeah. in. Really, yeah. like so, they're unpredictable. Yeah. Where that's like what they've been showing on the day they can beat anybody. Yeah. But then when Mason it's not Mason day, Greenwood though looks like he. He's gonna be a a bit of a talent. Yeah, nice finish from him, wasn't it? Um, we move on to Wolves against Spurs. Spurs coming out two one. Spurs snatching the late winner there with Vertonghen. Um, that's four out of five now for um, Jose. So with United drawn against Everton, that that's put that's taken Spurs now into that fifth spot, and uh, just three points behind Chelsea. How it's all changed there. Um, and inter- interestingly as well Spurs have got Chelsea in the next game as well so that is uh, that's going to be a massive game that one yeah it's um, up yeah uh, do you want to what's the current score between the Palace and Brighton game Matt anything good is it a goal no, fest it's predictably not a goal fest <laughs> surprise surprise um, I was just going to go back to um, what we were talking about before about the Club World Cup oh yeah go on I wanted to correct both you and I, and of course we've been uh, doing our research into this. Um, <laughs> so the other half of the draw, um, Flamenco against Al Hilal, um, is the other semi final. So what country of origin do they come from? Flamenco man? is Brazil, isn't it? I know that one. What the other ones? Um, you want to have a guess? I reckon Egypt. What is it? Um, let's just go with that, yeah. Okay, yeah. Too let's much pure, uh, pure ignorance, ignorance to it, but they do have uh, Bafatimbi Gomis. Oh, yeah, the ex-Swansea player. Yes, yes. yes. Oh, sound um, troublesome opposition, they do. Um, so, yeah, we shall move on to our fantasy football. Yeah. yeah, let's do it, yeah. Yeah, fantasy football. Yeah, so like like I said at the beginning of the show, I had an absolute mare in game week 16, but um, didn't go with Vardy. I went greedy and thought Jesus would have a goal fest against United, but yeah, flat to deceive. So yeah, this week um, went with Captain Vardy again. Um, yeah. Would you say he was unlucky not to um, have that goal given, or...? Was that just cruel? Uh, he should have been given that goal. 
Do you know you should have been given that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, anyway, you got me 10 points. Um, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Abraham. He uh, flattered out with two. Jesus got me assist with five. Um, Mane with an assist, got six. De Bruyne, you know, getting um, getting those two goals and an assist. So he got me 19. Um, Lundstrom getting assist, clean sheet, 11 points. But it's one of them most people have got him now anyway, so don't make much difference. Um, Arnold with the clean sheet and then, yeah, just like twos and threes with the other guys. And that just uh, put me on 68. 68. So I'm in the top four now. We're, oh, no, here we go. Sorry, no, that's a lie. Top three. I've moved mm-hmm. up a spot. How are you, Matt? Are you still in the top ten? Top 11. I mean. Oh, he's dropped. Yeah, 53 I got. Um, 51 was the average, so... Oh, again. you're getting above the average now. Yeah. Getting some consistency the there, average. man. Yeah, so Vardy... Do you add Vardy captain, did you say? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so add Vardy like captain. Uh, I think it was a toss-up between him and... Mane, I was thinking at the time, but uh, so I had Vardy's 10 points. I had Mane, uh, who got an assist, uh, almost got the goal, of course. Sterling with 10 points, and then Alexander Arnold, clean sheet, and I had O'Connell from Sheffield United, clean sheet as well. Did you say you had, you had Sheffield United defender as well? Didn't yeah, you? that Lundstrom. Lundstrom, yeah. So they've been, they've been really good with clean sheets, haven't they? So I yeah. think they're a safe It'll be an interesting week next week as well, won't it? Obviously, we have Liverpool dipping out, like, so are you going to divulge? Are you going to. That's true, I haven't done any transfers I, yet. To be completely honest, I have not done that forward planning. Mm. Um, you may have, um, but I have not. So, so yeah, we'll leave it there with the fantasy football. Um, hope you guys are doing well as well uh, in your respective leagues. Um. So yeah. Um. Should we do? I think we're gonna. What we're gonna do is our next podcast. Um. Obviously, we've got Leicester on Boxing Day. Have you done? Have you got the predictions? Well, this is what I was gonna say. Um. We'll it's too many games to predict. I know. Um. I don't know who's gonna play. <laughs> well, what we'll do is I think we're gonna come back for our next podcast after the Wolves game. So we're gonna probably record. Can you watch it together? That? Can you guarantee that? that? Um, well no but that's why you're going to set up this Twitter feed um, so yeah we can't guarantee but you know we're going to try we're going to make our best efforts um, to get back to you after the Wolves game uh, which is on Sunday the 29th of December half four so um, if Matty is going to be gracious in being the host we'll probably watch that together and then get straight on with the podcast directly after it um, so, we will do two score predictions. Like I said earlier, I've um, brought it back to one all now. So, I'll let you go first. You can you can what predict the Leicester one game predicted? first. Predict the Leicester score, and then I'll Leicester. predict the Wolves one first. It's Boxing Day. Come on, it's miles away. Come on. What's the What's the other game? What's the other Leicester and Wolves? And Wolves. Yeah, yeah. So we're not predicting Monterey. No, or no. I told I've told you this before. It's only the league. We're gonna confuse I, ourselves. I, oh no, we missed. We didn't even record last week. Go on. I mean, there's so many considerations here that. Come on, we're top of the league. So Leicester, Spanking I'll go everyone. for two one. You're going with think, two one. I think I just say that every time, don't I? Two one. Uh, two one to oh, yeah, you're not confident with the clean sheets? I think they might get a goal. Uh, Boxing Day, we're away, aren't we? Um, I'll say two now. And then I'll kick off with the Wolves game. Oh, which is at home. Um, Wolves off. Tough opposition. Mm-hmm. And it's a few days. It's only like, what? Mm-hmm. Boxing Day. So two, three days after. Um I shall say we'll go with a one nil win. Liverpool. Well, two nil I'll say in that game. Two nil wolves. Bold prediction. Yeah. Right. Show. So I think we've covered all bases there. Um 
I just actually, yeah, I've actually noted this. Leicester, uh, their next game whilst we're away, um, Man City is Man City. Who? What's is the best it? result out of that? Is it a draw? Is it Leicester winning? Possibly C. Does it really matter? <laughs> I, For me, so not. Oh, it's a, it's so weird to say that a Man City win would actually be a good result for us. Like, who'd have thought we'd be saying that? But I think if City if them, City get beat, then obviously it's gone for them. Their main it's, fo- it's focus already, would just it? be on the Champions League. Fourteen points. I know. But I think that really will be the last nail in the coffin if they get beat there. But I think all round, it's got to be a draw, hasn't it? That's the best result. So if I was hypothetically now, I said, shoot, I can give you I can give you a draw or I can give you a Man City win, what would you take? A draw or a Man City win? I'd take the draw. you take the draw? Yeah. So that if Man City win, then give it, presuming that we just keep on winning as well, um, that would leave Leicester thirteen behind and Man City fourteen yeah. behind. Hmm. But if it's if it's a draw, um, that would leave City fifteen. No City. Yeah, the fourth. sixteen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh boy, yeah. And um. Leicester 12. Is that right? Oh, if they get a point. Right. Oh, yeah, behind us. Yeah, yeah 12 yeah, points behind. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it's, it's one of them, isn't it? Because if like, City get beat... Do you know then, what, though? That is, how good is it going to be to just watch that and just be like... It doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah, too much. But yeah, like City at say, home, aren't they? You'd fancy City at home. You'd yeah. think... Like I say, I think if City, if they get beat by Leicester, then their main focus is on the Champions League. The only worrying thing with Leicester is they've they've got nothing, have they? They've obviously are they still in the League, League Cup? Cup? Yeah, yeah they're in the quarter. Big, big dunk, big dunk. Um, so so they'll soon be out of the League Cup. <laughs> so at least that, that does keep them a bit of focus on that. But you know their main focus is just the Premier League. Whereas, likes of us, we're playing bloody two games a week. That's that's where, yeah, I think a draw. Draw's the best result. Mm. Yeah, But it really doesn't matter because we've won it already. Don't start saying that. <laughs> I'm coming off that fence. The way you're going, I'm going back on it. So, yeah, that is the podcast over and done with. Um, we're back. We're here to stay, hopefully. Um, but, yeah, we're going to have a little well, break well, now, aren't yeah. we? Yeah, so Merry Christmas to we- all. Yeah, yeah, Christmas yeah, Merry be Christmas gone. to all our listeners and the next time that we return we could be champions of the world <laughs> so yeah like I said before we will be back Sunday 29th of December that'll be the intro for the next one it's an idea for you what's that just go we are the champions <laughs> I'll let you sing I might get done for copyright I'll do the though. back and chorus um, so yeah we're back Sunday 29th of December Wolves um, half four kickoff. Um, yeah. So, Merry Christmas from me. Cheers. Merry Christmas. Bye. Felix Navidad. <laughs> <laughs>